Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the second episode of the CBO podcast. Today we have Evan and Hassan talking about the CBO scandals. So lay back, get comfortable, enjoy. Okay, first we should introduce ourselves, or, or I guess this is when we start the podcast. We should introduce ourselves. So I'm Hassan, and then you can introduce yourself. I'm Evan, the head of what am I? VP website. <laughs> uh, yeah, website. Um. And today, we're, our podcast is about all of the CVO scandals that have happened last year. Um, we didn't really have any scandals before last year, so it's really <laughs> since September. Um, the reason I actually have Evan on here with me today is because Evan's reaction to podcasts is, uh, is 50-50. Sometimes he's super down with them. Oh, sorry, <laughs> his reaction to scandals. Sometimes he's super down with them, and sometimes he's super against them. I'm all for a scandal as long as, uh, you know, I don't get in trouble for it. <laughs> well, we've done, you've been, you've been four things which could have gotten us in trouble. <laughs> the whole mini SLA was your idea of it. Oh, don't put that on me. <laughs> um, okay, so, yeah, so like, like I mentioned to Evan, is that we don't actually have that many scandals. So we're actually not going to have a lot to talk about. Because most of our scandals are like in teams, like personal scandals within the team, which obviously we can't talk about. But that's like that's that's why we have this like image we're, of ourselves. We hear us talk about the scandals, except for all the scandals we're not going to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I guess we should talk about why we're doing this. Because we're bored. <laughs> yes, but also because it's it's like very transparent of us, I think, to talk about all of our scandals. <laughs> so very, you know. We have nothing to hide, obviously. So dumb. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so we'll just go down the list. I think the first, the first thing I have is the, the Morrishead door we broke, but you weren't there for that. I actually have no idea what this is. Okay, cool. Then I get to explain it to you. Perfect. Okay, so you know for the club fair, the very first club fair? Yep. Oh, yeah, um, I remember this now. I... Yeah. So for the very first club fair, um, we did a, like an across-campus club fair, um, like from CBY all the way to like, the Grand Alley, um, and uh, it wasn't like the regular clubs fair where um, conventions would lay out the tables for us. Um, you also had rented tables, and we had to basically put them out ourselves. Um, but they were they weren't like the regular tables that you see at clubs fair. They were like big, heavy metal tables, and we had sixty of them, and like six of us um, in the morning at like eight a.m., like an hour before the clubs fair started, and they were on these like three carts, so like twenty each. And we had to basically roll them out from the UOSU office, which is right in front of the bookstore, all the way out to wherever they need to be, which is like CBY and stuff. I'm so um, glad I was not there. I didn't have to do this. <laughs> it was, oh my God, it was so much manual labor. But what ended up happening is that we took, we left one table at UCU for like two people to like put out at UCU. And we took two other tables um, towards like PIVIC or where PIVIC used to be. And then past the couches lounge and into Morissette. Um, so we could go out Morissette and up those slopes that are outside Morissette because um, they were on like wheels and we couldn't exactly carry them up the stairs. But they wouldn't, the carts wouldn't fit through the doors of Morissette because they were just too big. And we eventually got one through just by like wiggling it through, but the second one wasn't going through. And we were doing like a, like a three, two, one push kind of deal. So we just forced it through. <laughs> we rammed it so hard into the door frame that the door frame just bent completely and we got it through and that it was just door frame was just sticking out and it was obviously a safety hazard but like we didn't actually pay attention to that in the morning <laughs> but then when the cops 
But when the club spirit ended, we have to bring all the tables back the same way. And we noticed that this, like, basically knife or and so, so I just bent it back. <laughs> I tried to bend it back to where it was supposed to be, and they just snapped in my hand. <laughs> Aren't you like a mechanical was, engineer? Like, isn't this like, <laughs> oh, we gotta fit this object through a door? Like, I don't know, it seems like a mechanical <laughs> engineer thing. Yes, I'm not a good mechanic. <laughs> but it was actually great because now it wasn't a stuff, you know, it was in my hand now. <laughs> and what we did with it is we like took it back to, well, we didn't have the office back then. We had just 215. And the 215 roof is like um, open, one part of it, and there's like a pipe hanging. So like <laughs> Loam and Claire braided uh, garbage bags. And then there was a hole in the door frame. We basically stuck it up on the roof, on the ceiling. So now I I wonder if it's still there. I, I doubt it though. It's pretty like cleaning and stuff. But it was, it was there all year while we were there. Uh, but the the scandal part is that we didn't tell anyone about this broken door. Uh, this is told, such a like, lame like, scandal story that whoever's editing this should just uh, take this all out. It's so boring. No, at first at first we told Jason and he was like, oh, I don't know anything about this. And then. <laughs> Like a few months later, we tell Sam, and he was like, "Oh my God, we should tell someone so we can fix the door." Um, but we didn't actually end up getting in trouble. They were very forgiving, so that was a pretty lame one. I guess the next one is also pretty lame because it also kind of nothing actually happened. It was a sports <laughs> <or something. laughs> Actually, it was your friend who went to. I went to yeah, I just uh, saw him a few days ago. Yeah. Uh, so basically, when we first started getting clubs. There was a club, uh, a sports shooting club. Um, I remember Emily actually asked me, she's like, should I approve this club? Because back then, like, she was very new and she didn't know. Um, but I said yes to approving it, um, just because there was no rules against a, a gun club. They had a um, solid constitution, didn't they? Yeah, they had a pretty solid constitution, and everything was pretty okay. Like, they followed all the rules. So we, we, were, we approved them, and there was no problem until, um, actually, it was it was because they took, like, the initiative and reached out to, I think, Protections. They were like, hey, we're a club that got approved. We just want to make sure there's going to be no trouble, um, which I thought was pretty cool of that because that's when the whole thing started. <laughs> and then <laughs> I remember I had to like talk this because uh, at the time we were only approving like we weren't actually approving clubs officially because the board hadn't approved anything like club policy manual or anything. Are we official yet? So we, kind of, we weren't official yet. Yeah. Are we now though? Oh yeah, yeah, we are. We are. Okay, okay. We can approve clubs officially now. Um, they still have to go through the commissioners and stuff but like now everything's official but at the time it wasn't so i had to talk to sam and it was like what are we doing because he was he's like what if something happens and then we get in trouble in terms of the club wasn't even approved um but then i think like the club itself sorted out with yosu and with the university they were like yeah we're not going to bring any guns on campus um it's just the hobby thing and yeah again a very lame (laughs) cool story bro i heard the club's actually pretty good yeah i I met like i see them at the club store and they're pretty chill yeah they just uh go to shooting ranges or something like that Uh, yeah i think people on our team are even like why do we have a gun club (laughs) (laughs) yeah it is a red flag yeah but uh that ended up pretty and then (laughs) they're all pretty lame I remember telling the president. The best political club award. Oh, okay, go ahead. Yo, the pres- oh, the, the shooting club president? I remember talking to the shooting club president. I'm like, yo, your, uh, your club has a bit of drama. And he's like, what, really? <laughs> like, he had no idea of all this stuff happening in the background. That's, I think it was really cool of them to reach out to protections themselves. 
and like just make sure everything was okay. Because if they did it, it would have completely <laughs> not been on anyone's radar. Okay, so we should probably mention. So we are re-recording this a little bit because someone sat on their mic last time. <laughs> yeah, I wonder who that um, was. <laughs> Yeah, some idiot. Um, so we're recording it. Um, days so we're later. Just gonna, so we're days later. Yeah, because I listened back to it and you couldn't hear any understand. Anything <laughs> um, but we were just talking about the political, the best political club award. Um, and then that's when I sat on my mic, and then everything just cut off. <laughs> Basically, what that was was um, for our student life awards event, we had a best political club award because we have like awards for every category that we have and political clubs is one of them and some people didn't like that they thought that if we picked the best political club that CVO and Yosa would be um associating themselves with a political party <laughs> which is um, weird because like I, I thought this like would happen with the re best religious club but uh no they were yeah. fine yeah I don't really care about that and you know what's funny is that none of the religious clubs actually even applied because we have a category for best cultural slash religion. So it was just cultural clubs. I guess what you would think would be a problem too, but no, nobody cared. It was just the poli side poli kids. They were like, <laughs> um, Are there but, only like three so, political clubs to begin with? Uh, there's four. So the NDP, Liberals, uh, Green, and Conservatives. And there's actually a right-wing politics club as well. Of course. Um, and I think... Insaf, who's like um, a Palestine or like a Philistine thing. They okay. also um, identify as a political club. I know the Davin Club was a political club too. <laughs> so, <laughs> I guess a total of six. <laughs> um, but so what ended up happening? Oh yeah, so the big thing we talked about last time was that no one reached out to CVO about this issue because we announced the award and no one ever messaged us. So we didn't know what was going on. And um, someone brought it up at the General Assembly. So that's why it felt like a much bigger deal than it was. Who brought um, it up? Just one of the uh, <laughs> Uwatawa people. Uh, it was uh, it was she was um I don't know if she, I know this year she's a board member I don't know if she was last year I think she was yeah so it was Kim she's like a board of directors for engineering uh, um and I know her person or I guess I've talked to her before and that and that's why I was like why did she just message me but she did message me on Slack <laughs> but like I mentioned last time I don't I don't check Slack <laughs> um. So I guess she did reach out to me, but like, like what I meant is that no one reached out to like, if someone just had the Instagram CVO, like DM CVO, we'd be like, all right, you know, um, this is a situation, explain it. I think that could have resolved it a lot better. Um, but then it was brought up at the General Assembly, and this was the first like Jason was hearing about it too, so he couldn't really answer it either. Uh. Um, but once, so basically what we did is we released like a document explaining what, or like a bunch of posts on Instagram explaining what the award was about, and just saying that we were, you know, not picking our favorite political party and just picking yeah those criterias to that we were evaluating yeah, exactly. them on based on their events and stuff like that um so yeah that was that and then the next what scan had or situation <laughs> entanglement <laughs> that we had was um the students for life club which probably most people listening know about um basically the students for life club is a pro-life club that applied to be a club and i actually went back and read my blog post about it just to get oh. a better idea of what was happening during the time because <laughs> this was like a year ago now or like almost yeah a year. this was like in october it was right. october it was at the beginning of the semester and um it was a long time ago so our memory's a little not great on it <laughs> um, but basically they applied to be a club and at the time we also had a pro-choice club 
um, and a pro-life club. Um, so we kind of just approved it. We were like approving and, like a hundred clubs like in one week. Like there was tons of clubs applying. Yeah. So it just kind of got. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And usually when we approve clubs, we kind of just read their constitutions. And yeah. if, if their constitutions meet the criteria we have, like we have like a very specific criteria for what constitutions that have, then like they're good to go. Um, and we also had a line that, that was really important that um, became an issue was that in the Yosu constitution that allowed clubs to be fully autonomous. Right. And the Students for Life Club also had in their constitutions, like our views don't represent the views of CBUO or Yosu. So those two things put together kind of just like, okay, we can approve this club. Um, and obviously that created a, um, a problem with a lot of students. Um, so then I think the situation happened was right before reading week, we approved a bunch of clubs, to, like clear up our list of clubs that were approved. Right. And just basically we approved all of them in one go. But then I don't know if they did this on purpose or something, but the Students for Life Club announced that they had been approved like a few weeks later. Um, I remember we got some like backlash from that because people thought that we had approved them just in time for a motion to not be addressed at the General Assembly. But <laughs> we had approved them like a long time beforehand. It's just that they made it public themselves on like close, close assembly. I don't know if they did it on purpose or if it was just the thing that happened. Mm. Um, but there's more. Yeah, I mean, um, but then I forget what happened with the general assembly. But like basically, what happened is we had a lot of meetings. I don't know when this happened. It was it was during reading weeks. So I wasn't even in Ottawa, <laughs> and it was just like a huge thing. And everyone was just messaging me it's like, Hassan, have you heard about this? And it was like an obvious, yes, I have heard about this. We're the ones who approved them. Um, but when we came back, we had a meeting with um, a bunch of people um, that were like, what are we going to do about this? And especially about that line that allowed clubs to be autonomous, um, which I actually mentioned in the blog as well, was apparently added by, because of pressure from the pro-life club. Like uh... that's, just, that's a rumor though. So I'm not sure if it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Someone said that it was done by that because i think the sfu also had a pro-life club that they disapproved um, right, okay. so when yosu was coming up they like um added the line back and then that's how they were able to we were able to approve the pro-life club um but yeah i mean that's what happened and then there was protests or like not a protest but there was like um i don't know you, there was you a lot of protests. backlash there was a lot of posts and yeah hmm yeah, a lot of social media stuff, but I remember students also organized the, like, uh, I guess you could call it a protest at the General Assembly where they had signs and stuff to, like, show right, yeah, show that they were, uh, uh, you know, against the idea. Um, but... Uh, how, did, how did it resolve? Yeah. Um, it was, it had, I don't think it has resolved yet, but the student life committee voted that they would uh, remove the club, so we did that. Was it off, like, a bullshit reason that you removed it, though? Uh, no, they just decided that they... Oh, yeah, so Yosu first became a pro-choice organization. Right. That's how we were like, okay, we're not going to have any pro-life clubs if Yosu is a pro-choice organization. Right. Um, there could have been a reason that we could have removed them for, like, whereas in that they were associated with, like, an external organization. Oh, um, yeah, That yeah, could yeah. have been making decisions based for their club. And we had to do a little bit more research to, figure, like, prove that. Um, so uh, um, we weren't able to do that, so... Um, you also took the club down and then we took the club down, but then the club appealed the decision. Um, and I think a decision was made at the general assembly, which the club appealed. So it's just a bunch of like decisions and appeal, decision, appeal situation going on. I think it's still going on. Oh man, um, bureaucracy. Club isn't a club. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, it's kind of like outside of, it's not a CVO thing anymore. It's Yos is dealing with it. It right. has been for quite a while. Um, so I don't know what's happening. It might be resolved to be honest. Um, but last I heard it wasn't. Um, but yeah. Uh, okay, so the next thing, we only have two left, so this is going pretty fast. That's good. Short and sweet. Is the 
the Scientology guy that we posted on <laughs> <our> Instagram. <laughs> this is actually very planned, and I we knew we were gonna get in trouble for this. But <laughs> <laughs> because okay, so basically what was happening is most people know is that the Scientology, or I guess they didn't call themselves the Scientology people. They called them like I forget what they were calling themselves, I but they were associated remember. with Scientology. And they were like anti like therapists or whatever. Um, and they were, uh, you ought to basically let them on campus and they were having this whole like exhibition um, in UCU. But it was happening at the same time as our winter clubs fair. Um, so we were like right next to each other. And I remember Yosu decided they were going to protest um, the whole uh, exhibition and they were going to like go and stand there and have signs and stuff. It wasn't Yosu, um, and then, it was just uh, like a bunch of people students yeah that's true it was just a bunch of students but you also decided they were going to go to it oh yeah, yeah right yeah so the USU as so when we were doing like chris and bardia were taking photos of the clubs fairs people so i told chris i'm like yo go to the scientology people and take a picture of one of our one of the protesters and we'll post it alongside the clubs for photos um um so he did that but then when yosu was going to the protest we kind of followed them we kind of went with them we were bored and I decided I was, we were really bored. And we just, I thought it was really funny that we got to post. And okay, so basically what I wanted to do, apart from the picture, was take a story post and post it on our story. Um, because during the comps where we got like a bunch of views on our stories. So I, I was doing that. And then I remember Sam and Jason were like, Hassan, stop, don't do that. You can't do that. And I, they don't have a reason as to why. <laughs> so I just kind of did it anyways. I remember... <laughs> I remember Sam and Jason were super against it, but then Judy was like helping me clean up my camera so I could take a better picture. <laughs> so that was really funny. But then we did that, and that was fine because stories go away after 24 hours. Well, I think then, like the worst part was you were trying to like get the good frames. You're like, oh, can this like protester move to the left a bit to get the better lighting? <laughs> oh, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, what was happening was it was a smudge on my phone camera. So that's, like, <laughs> I couldn't figure out where the photo wasn't looking good. So I was like, trying to get people to like getting better lighting but then judy comes and like wipes my camera she's like, I was like oh there you go um meanwhile the rest of you were kind of just like nervously like laughing yeah they were like oh, you can't do this um but actually that didn't end up being a problem because the story went away after 24 hours right so no one even complained <laughs> <laughs> but it was after it was when he made the clubs for posts because after every club store we post like 10 photos on our instagram um, and then the 10th photo was the photo that Chris took, like a professionally taken photo of one of the protesters. And it said like F the cult on his like sign. And right. that was up for like maybe a few hours. And then Sam was like, song, you have to take this down. You can't <laughs> post this. Um, but I was like, nah, I was like, no, I'm not, I don't want to. And I was like, we can talk about it in your office or something. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to leave it out for as long as possible. And I wasn't, I just wasn't going to talk to him in his office. Cause that's what, that's what happens usually with these things is usually if we ignore them, they just go away. <laughs> uh, but what ended up happening is that evening I had to go to Sam's office or something else. And I basically got trapped. I, got, I went in and then he was there and Judy was there. And they're like, Hassan, you need to remove this like seriously. And then I had to like pick my, pick my battles and I had to remove it because yeah, I don't want them to take away our like our Instagram posting rights. Oh yeah, right. Because technically we're not allowed to post on Instagram without like Yoso approval or I guess services aren't, but now but we're like kind of a service, but kind of not. It's really weird. So like, I don't want them to take that away. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll delete it. Which is too bad because it was our most liked post. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, and then that flew over. That that's the end of that. Might be our most uh, scandalous one because that's our most planned scandal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and we knew we were gonna get in trouble. Like that was that. our that was our fault. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, and then the last one is something people actually don't know about because it happened very internally. Uh. The mini, the mini student life awards that we did. Um, this one you didn't like at all, did you? What do you mean? Even though you were so like you were, I remember in the chat you were like you're just gonna get us, you're gonna get us all suspended from school. I, I wasn't too, but, I wasn't nervous about it. I just thought, you know, don't flex your crimes. <laughs> Even though it was your whole idea. Yeah, but it was my idea to, you know, publicize it. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, context. Yeah. Yeah, con what happened is for our student life awards, it did it all very sad. And Evan, since he's, you know, super optimistic, had the great idea. Well, it's to because do a, we got canceled, yeah. like, within 24 hours right before we were going to have yeah. it. So everyone was pretty yeah. bummed out and we still had the space. So it's just like, why don't we just, you know, have our own little SLA? Why not? Yeah. I mean, I thought it was a great idea, to be honest. Like, I, I feel like if we went back in time and I knew we were getting in trouble, I would still do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but basically what we did is we did a student life awards for ourselves. And we did like, if people have watched The Office, like a Dundee's situation, we gave everyone like plastic trophies. Still don't know what um, Dundee is, Facebook. man. <laughs> it was like, it's a thing from The Office. You yeah, actually, yeah, okay. you watch. yeah. Um, but basically, we gave everyone plastic trophies, and the awards were like stupid awards. What was yours again? I still have mine. It's, uh, give me one second. Um, it feels like there's a lot of tension between us award. <laughs> inside joke. Yeah, very, yeah, so we had a bunch of like inside jokes. Kind of thing, um, and and it was because we had all the decorations and everything, and we got, we a lot of people had brought their dresses and their what they were going to wear and everything. So we decided we were going to do it, and we did it. But then and then everything. Okay, so the thing is, we did it in Tabaret, like where we had supposed to have a student life awards, and which is a which is like the university's biggest like space, and we didn't tell the university about it that we were doing it. So yeah, you told was, Jason. Yeah, but Jason is in the university. Uh, okay. Yeah. So we told Jason, which actually helped out a lot, but we didn't tell like conventions and reservations, which is the university department. But there's so little booking. time. Like we were canceled like within 24 yeah. hours. So like it was all very like. Yeah. And then we had to plan this whole thing. Yeah. Even even when I told Jason, it was like over a really quick text. Because everyone was like, was like there was a lot of like uh, the COVID just started getting to the news really in Ottawa. So it was kind of everything yeah. was mm -hmm. happening. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like we were hiding it. I think I would have, if I if we had thought about it, I would have told conventions. Yeah, um, it was just so rushed. Yeah, it was even telling Jason was like a super. Um, it was like a wait, we should tell Jason kind of thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but e even on that, like on that day, we had um, protections or security staff come, and they were like, "What are you guys doing?" And we we're like, "Oh, bad an event. It got canceled, so we're doing this." And they were pretty okay with it. Even mm. like the dean's um, assistant came, and he was okay with it too. So we thought we were pretty much in the clear, um, but I, th I don't know how, it was like a few weeks later. Dude, I it was like a either, month later, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Basically, I think it was because Amishi posted the team photo on her Instagram, and then I shared it to the CVO Instagram, <laughs> and someone from conventions and reservations might have saw it. They're like, wait a minute, that looks like Tabaret. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I think they thought that we did the whole Student Life Awards, like, without um, telling them right. because that's what they told uh, Mano, who's the Yosu exec director. Mm. And then she sent me an email. She's like, Hassan, what are you doing? You did the whole event. Like you better have an explanation. And I was like, no, we didn't do the whole event. It was just like 20 people, just the exec and some friends. 
Um, and we did like a small little event and she was like, okay, this is the first time hearing about this. Uh, back in the day um, when you could she... have 20 people uh, hang out together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause that was still allowed back then. It was 50 it was, like, was the max. It was, this was, yeah. That was March 14th. So COVID had like just started in Ottawa. Um, but I remember the first email Manon sent, she was like, Hassan, depending on what happened at this event, it could like affect your academics. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but then, um, after I explained it to her, she kind of dealt with it herself. She was like, she talked to Mary Sylvie, who's a convention reservations person. And, uh, she kind of handled it for us. I remember a convention was like, Hey, we have like a really good relationship with Yosu, um, with booking rooms and stuff. And I was like, wow, this is just like, this is getting pretty serious. But it was just so it, weird. Cause it, it was just... like, so it was like a month after it happened. So it was just like. It was, yeah it just felt like people were bored and they just wanted to like stay hot <laughs> um but yeah and then Manon just talked to me she said Sam, please don't ever do this again <laughs> and i was like, okay i hope i don't have to do it ever again <laughs> <laughs> uh, i remember amina got into some trouble for it too like or not trouble but like a talk because now she's like the student services commissioner oh uh, yeah and yeah but mostly we just Mano just telling us to never do it again. Yeah. And yeah, we didn't actually get in trouble, real trouble for it. Um, but I think that's that's the yeah that was the end of that, and then that was yeah the end yeah. of our year. Yeah, but we haven't done anything since really. Oh, we did our online thing. Yeah, nothing's too scandalous, I guess. There's no scandals to um, do these days. Part yeah, that's true. It's nothing to do. <laughs> we should start the pot. We should like make something <laughs> happen in air. We should uh, like somehow make an event at Uwadwa. Yeah. In person event. <laughs> oh, we did the April Fools thing. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. I think like some people got upset over that. They were like, Jason. Jason COVID. sent you like an email that he was really <laughs> mad or something. He said he was going to, and then he realized that it was a prank, but he didn't. <laughs> uh, what I was the April Fools thing, anyways? I want to see that email. I forget what uh, it was. Basically, we did. Yeah, we basically posted that we were going to do the student life awards and we were just gonna like not listen to the the law which was like you can't do big events oh yeah right right and we said yeah we posted about it and we invited everyone <laughs> like through email and we had an event right and everything so some people believed it um and i think a few people did get upset because they were like you shouldn't joke about covid and stuff um which is fair i guess but april fools april fools <laughs> i remember if people were still not like because we sent another email, she was like, oh, this is an April Fool's. So people were still like, a few weeks later, they were like, hey, just letting you know that we won't be coming because COVID. And then we were like, no, no. It's just they must joke. think we're so stupid. Or <laughs> having events. And yet they yeah, I wonder if some people still don't know. <laughs> it's like these it idiots <laughs> to the event after, during COVID. <laughs> yep. I guess that was a little bit online but i think for most of our things as long what we usually do is something happens and then we ignore it and then it just goes away <laughs> <laughs> our luck's gonna run out one of these days <laughs> yeah i mean you and i are out in a year so. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of cvo yeah good, good luck um and now i don't know maybe we'll have we'll probably have less scandals next year because we're just doing the same thing i really can't imagine if what we're gonna do at all yeah, because I don't know if school will open up at all. Um, but yeah, that was all of the CVO scandals. Not very exciting 
at all, no. to be honest. <laughs> really, I really just, this should not come out at all. It's just so boring. Wait, pardon? I, I, you cut off. This should just like, you know, I don't, you know, I don't think anyone's going to listen like this far into it. Yeah. People might be like clickbaited by the scandals title. That's all that matters then. Yeah. Get those You'd views. Get that initial click. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. That was it. So I guess just say bye. Yeah. Till next time. Bye. Yep. Till next time. <laughs> all right. Cool.